back, everybody. Uh, if you listened to last week's episode with Devin Stockford, uh, you noticed that Ryan was not a part of that episode, and we might have slandered him just a little bit, or at least Devin did uh, most of it. And now that Ryan's back in the studio, or at least metaphorically speaking, um, he would like to air some of his grievances. So, uh, Ryan, um, we're going to give you a chance to, to rebuttal. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's Ryan's slander hour. Um <laughs> So I, I listened to the podcast, uh, especially the ones that I'm not in on my morning commute. So I was listening to this one, just minding my own business. And all of a sudden, all this slander comes, this heat comes my way. Um, well, first of all, I'd just like to say the episode was awesome. Devin was absolutely hilarious. I was laughing pretty much the entire time. Uh, I thought it was really funny. Um, he was telling a story about singing Biggie Smalls or something at an audition. And I was like laughing out loud in the car <laughs> because all I could imagine was Devin saying, I love it when you call me big Papa in front of like three, like just like <laughs> judges that were just like, like straight facing. <laughs> That's all I could imagine. Um, but yeah, the slander was pretty bad. Uh, um, first of all, uh, th- I got some heat from Aiden right off the top. Um, he said that I said that Jalen Smith was an outside linebacker edge rusher. But I know he's an inside linebacker. I was saying we might use him as an edge rusher uh, because we're super thin there. And he was uh, his use as a sideline to sideline speed is, isn't as good as what it used to be. Um, so uh, Aiden coming in with the heat right off the dome. But uh, yeah, I know he's an inside linebacker. I was just saying we might use him elsewhere. Um, the second point I had down was uh, Devin was talking all this garbage about how he beat me and it was payback for not accepting his trades and it felt good. Best win of this. He actually said, if I don't win anything else, I'll still be happier or something of the sort. Um, I just want to set this set the record straight because Devin beat me when I had two out of my top four draft picks hurt um, with one of them being uh, the first overall pick CMC. And he only beat me by three minuscule points. So. Uh, I just want to set the record straight there. Uh, the, the the last point I have was that I kept refusing his trades, and that's because he was offering me basically a reused secondhand paper towel for CMC. Um, but more importantly, uh, everybody else got personalized paragraph-long messages, and I got nothing. So pretty much like half or more of the reason I declined was on principle because I never got a personalized message and it hurt my feelings. So... Everybody got else like Keishan got got Keisha and Gotel like he was he was whining and dining Keish and uh, I got uh, nothing. You hate to see it. At at this point, the amount of times I've been called Gotel, I just kind of assumed it as my name. Yeah, he was schmoozing with you, like butter me up, you know, take me to dinner if you want to, if you want CMC. You know what I mean? Like uh, everybody else got personalized messages. Uh, hurt my feelings. Got me crying. You know what, Ryan, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your feelings were hurt. I will. I will make sure I take it up with Devin in the future. Maybe we'll have the two of you on the podcast together and like air out your grievances. No, nah, there's no grievances. But like he was, like I said, he was fucking hilarious. I actually really liked listening to the episode. I thought he had some really cool stories too. So the only thing was that he's a Cowboys fan, and uh, I mean, um, I'm not quite sure Dak is the best quarterback in the league, as he might have said in the podcast, um, but. Uh, I'm all aboard the Dak train. I think it's a it's a really good story. I mean, he's went through a lot, so he did say Dak Prescott is top two and not two. Indeed, yeah. So, with all that aside, I mean, it was a super super funny episode. Go listen to it. Thank you. But that's all I have to say. All right, well, that, that wasn't that bad. 
Um, and this week we have another guest, uh, another Ryan. We got two Ryans in the chat. Um, one too many, in my opinion. Maybe some may say two too many, but uh, I'm usually okay with one. Uh, Ryan Tomlin. I think he's is this his sec first first second th third time. Well, what's it? Second time. Second, second time. time. Please. Right. Yeah, the uh, the junior no sophomore sophomore episode, as they say. No one says that. Uh, but uh, yesterday was the opening night for uh, NHL hockey with uh, Vegas and Seattle. I think that was the only game, right? I think Tampa that's so hurtful, Brady. Yeah. That's so hurtful. Tampa got their ass smacked by Pittsburgh, which was very fun to watch. Uh, we don't yeah, want to see Pittsburgh Tampa do well. Team. Yeah, we we are <laughs> freaking Brian Boyle putting up bingos against uh yeah against if the uh, if the champion. if the if the guy signed hot off a PTO scores uh, against Vasilevsky, you know, it's a, it's a rough go for the lightning. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll get there later, but uh safe to say Tampa will not be repeating this year. Um, it's so one that's game. very good. Well, no, that was, that was my off season prediction after they lost half the team, but, but, but alas, we'll get there. Our predictions later. Um, so Ryan, you're, you're a guest. So let's let's yep. start off with, with let's start off with you. Um, what what's your favorite team? And uh, get you know, give me give me a little uh, a little briefing on this team. Well, I am a fan of the Maple Leafs, same as Brady. Um, as unfortunate as that is, uh, I also like Colorado though, so that's that's my backup. But that doesn't really do much considering they also get knocked out early somehow. Even though both teams should be Stanley Cup champions by now. Anyways, Toronto, though, they, uh, they made some interesting uh, moves in the offseason, mostly because they had to. Uh, Hyman leaving, not happy about that, but what are you going to do? Um, Anderson, gone. I don't mind that. I always thought he was kind of just like an average goalie. I didn't think he was going to be the guy to get them to the cup. So love him, but thanks for leaving. Jack Campbell is my guy throwing birthdays for his cat and he's he's out here ready to go especially after watching the uh, all or nothing on amazon that guy like gives his heart and soul to the team and just loves every single player in that change room i don't know how you can't love him and want him to be the number one um who else is there spets is back love that jumbo he's gone it, you know i didn't mind him on the team he was kind of a nice presence but again he couldn't really keep up with like the speed of the game in general, and he's getting a little old. You know, you touch him and he breaks. So, not a bad thing to see him go. Simmons is back. Love that. Um, I just don't know who's going to fill the Hyman spot. I know Brady. We were we were at the first preseason game, and that was fantastic. Um, getting to see JT come back and get that roar of a uh, return. Mm. Nylander's also looking really good. I know Maybe. some people aren't exactly huge fans of him, but uh, AK, my dad, but that's fine. Um, other than really, that, he's Nylander's making it hard for haters to keep hating on him because he's so good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my only my only issue with him is in the neutral zone because he always seems to give the puck away in the neutral zone. But outside of that, he's a solid player. He can put the puck in the net. He hustles hard and then in the offensive zone, a little bit in the defensive zone, but, you know, most most forwards don't do that, so whatever. Um, 
I would like to see Matthews have a good season as much as I like it's better for the team, but you know, whatever happens, happens. Yes, um, Matthews is currently on the IR with his wrist injury, but uh, he should only be missing this week, which is only three games. Yeah, hopefully, uh, I'd rather him like miss the first few games and like just get to 100% rather than like rush him back and then you re injure it and he's off for 10 games, then he comes back, you know. He's playing half-assed the whole year. I'd rather just take his time. If you have to miss October, so what? Um, they can win without him. Not a big deal. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And then, obviously, Mikheyev, he also broke his finger. or I don't think it was his hand. Yeah, that was, was that was the other night, right? Yeah, so he's out for a couple months, um, which yeah. sucks. But, like, you know, he's just a fast skater. That's all he is, really. Uh, penalty, <laughs> penalty-killing fast skater. Um, yeah, he's, he's, gonna be he's like a watered-down uh, McDavid, really. Yeah, McDavid with absolutely skill. no skills other than speed because he's faster than McDavid. Um, and that oh, was yeah. proven, uh, which, is, which was fun. Um, but mm-hmm. he, was, he, he wasn't going to crack the top six, so it's not, not the worst thing. Uh, yeah, the yeah. biggest question mark is the left wingers for the first and second line. Um, right now, it looks like Nick Ritchie on the first and Michael Bunting on the second line and just two guys who are just you know i mean i think that's kind of what the least need not like veterans up there like people who want to who are like fighting for their nhl contracts especially michael bunting who's just kind of been floating around um he's 26 but he is uh technically rookie eligible um kind of playing on that ben simmons contract <laughs> so yep, he is yep. he is eligible for the colder this year at 26 and playing for a few years so uh he meets the requirements so yeah, and watching him win gold for Canada this year at the World Hockey Championships, he's just he just looks like the guy that the Leafs need in that top six with Tavares and Lelander, or if he gets moved up to the first line, Marner and Matthews. Just someone who's just super, super greasy and gets to all the dirty areas and gets those greasy goals that are so important in the playoffs that the Leafs just couldn't buy last year when they needed them. Yeah. yeah. Um and and that that's shown that that that's been shown in the preseason. Obviously, it's preseason doesn't mean anything, but uh, uh, the way he's been playing, the hat trick he had in the preseason, like all his goals are just just greasy goals, like rebounds and redirections, and you know he's he's just really fighting out there because he wants to stay in the NHL and stay on the team. So I like guys like that, or Andres Kasha, yep. who they got, or David Kampf, just people who are good enough for the NHL, but like they're not good enough to like solidify their like a huge contract or even a bridge deal or anything. So I like those people who are just like extra hungry. It's not just like Marner, Nealand, Tavares, Matthews, who are all been paid. They don't give a shit. You know, they don't care. Um, I'm exaggerating, of course, but you know what I mean? Like, I like, I like when you have a couple players who are fighting for their own career as well. And um, that kind of gives them that extra, extra hunger to want to play well and, and look good, especially if you're on the top six on the Leafs. Like that's, they're big. Yeah. There's some some big lines with some big players. So, uh, I think he'll be a good replacement for Hyman. Honestly, he's he's very similar in terms of the way he plays. Just a hardworking yes. guy and gets yeah. it done. So, it'd be good exactly. to see him and Richie. They're both very similar in that way. So. And then uh, defense, everything's the same. But uh, Lilligren has cracked the uh, opening night roster, or at least the the Leafs roster. He might be mm-hmm. uh, scratched scratch tonight. I'm not, I haven't looked at the le- uh, lineups yet. The game starts in a couple minutes. Um, but I would, I, I'm happy to see Lilligren finally kind of make the team. You know, obviously it sucks when you have a first round pick, and you know he's been in the AHL for the last few years. 
Um, Sandine finally made that jump last year, and he played pretty well considering, you know, he's he's a rookie and everything. Like, he made his mistakes, but I think overall he was pretty solid. And mm-hmm. so was Lilligren. Mm-hmm. At the same time, they're Sandine's 21, Lilligren's 22, so they're going to make mistakes. So I'm in favor of kind of playing them more in the regular season, like more than we would normally, so that come playoffs, if they have to play, they're not making these dumb mistakes in the first round. It's yeah. like, okay, we make the dumb mistake game 21 of the regular season. Oh, we lose a game. You know, I don't care. You know, the yeah. Leafs should be making the playoffs. So I don't, I don't care if Sandine does a turnover in overtime in the regular season. But when he does it in freaking uh, the playoffs like last year, then it's a, and it's a big deal because that's one of the reasons why Montreal won that series. So yeah. I'm looking forward to the young guns getting some chances, um, move them up and down the lineup, see what happens, different partners. But defense should be uh, pretty uh, pretty steady, like usual. And then well, they brought in from Bogosian. He's gone now as well, and he was a really key piece last year. I would de- yeah. I debate our best actual defensive defense for Muzzin, but yeah, Muzzin and Brody all good. Uh, just to stay at home defensive defensemen. Don't do too yeah. much on offense, but you don't need that because you have a Morgan Riley, you have Sandine, and even in Hall can. Do stuff. Yeah, Riley, Riley's more of an offensive defenseman, though. Honestly, you yeah, could almost, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, yeah, but Bogosian was more of a defensive defenseman, yeah, which yeah, was yeah, nice. Yeah. He would lock I'm, guys down really well. So, yeah, I was saying each pairing has like a defensive defenseman, and mm-hmm. that works. That works because you have Morgan Riley, who's basically a forward at this yes. point in his career, um, and then Sandine is a, a huge, uh, really good forward as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then uh, they bring in Peter Morazic, who's a I love him, uh, two uh, three point eight million, so a uh, billion and a half less than less than Frederick Anderson and uh, Jack Campbell's at one point six still. So you have two goalies for the price of one Frederick Anderson, <clears throat> which is great. Um, personally, I love Morazic. Um, put up great numbers in Carolina. So and you know they've been yeah. to the playoffs. So he has recent experience and. Uh, Hopefully this is this proves to be one of the better goalie tandems in the league. Um, I don't see why not. I I would expect Campbell to take a bit of a step step back because he played like out of his mind last year, and it's it's hard. It would, I think it's be going to be hard for him to do that over an entire season. But obviously he's not like the starter getting seventy five percent of the games. I think they're. I think it's going to be pretty fifty fifty unless someone runs away with it or injuries, which yeah. will always happen. But. I mean, it's also hard to go 100%, 100% of the game. So they're, they're going to be switching no matter what at some point, especially oh, yeah, with all the sure. travel and whatnot, depending on who you're playing. So, yeah, yeah, they're going to be yeah. probably 50-50, I would think. It is going to be fun to see uh, see them play some American teams for once. I'm so excited to not, not play. Not tonight, because it's Montreal, uh, which I'm sick of, because half the preseason games are against them and the whole last series. So, like, of the last, what, like, so... Seven versus Montreal, and we had another three, ten, and three versus Ottawa. So the last thirteen games they played, it's been like ten versus Montreal, which I'm just sick of by now. That's all right. That's all right. But um, what do you give me a prediction? How do you think they'll do this well, and then do this year, and then we'll move on to uh, uh what the Metropolitan? I think that's where the Pittsburgh is. What's your uh, what's your prediction for uh, although like they're standing in the Atlantic Division, and then. But how far they'll make it this year? I think they will be, knock on wood, first in the Atlantic. And 
again, knock on wood, Stanley Cup champions. You know, what do you think will actually happen? <laughs> um, not knocking on wood. I think they're going to get knocked out <laughs> in the second round. Yeah. Oh, second? Yeah. I, would, I, I, would, I, think, I think we should have a parade. At least making it past the first round. At least making it past the first round. Well, they're going to have to overcome a demon with Boston, perhaps. So uh, we'll see if mm-hmm. they can do that. Um, mm-hmm. Or Florida or Tampa. It's going to be tough. Yeah. It's, uh, it's hard to win the NHL unless you're Pittsburgh. So going over to Pittsburgh, uh, Keisha Ryan, who wants to go first? Give us a little... Oh, is that 10 minutes? I hope it was 10 minutes, I, I think. Uh, give us a little 10-minute spiel <laughs> on new additions, key departures, and uh, question marks, and then predictions. We lost everybody and signed Brian Boyle. That's pretty much it. Uh, that's an A plus, if you ask me. Uh, Ryan, you want to take it away, buddy? In addition, we actually—that's <laughs> the only reason we got knocked out of the playoffs. Why is Ryan like in Pittsburgh? Go closer to your mic. Oh, I forgot I was using this thing. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this guy, take it away, buddy. Uh, sorry, I was just yelling from the other room. I, uh, <laughs> I from Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, I had to go get my glasses because my eyesight is uh, sort of like uh, Johnny Gaudreau's career, um, declining in a hurry. So, um, um, what did Johnny do to you? Wow, this is nothing. It's it was so just a joke. Jeez. It's a joke. Like, although at one point people considered him to be one of the best in the league. And now, I mean, I don't disagree. Johnny Hockey. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, we uh we we actually kept the reason that we got knocked out of the playoffs and we lost everybody else. So not not only did we lose one player to the crack, and we actually lost two. And I don't even know how that happened. So, um, we lost. Oh, did we trade someone away and he went to the Kraken? I don't know. Yeah, we traded we away Jared two. McCann to the Leafs and brought back. Uh, was it Hallander Brady? That's who we got back. A Hallander and a pick. Yeah. And 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 so essentially, the way I saw it, the Leafs traded away Philip Howender to make sure that their roster stayed intact, and we weren't gonna like we wanted to make sure that we got something back for McCann. He wasn't just taken. So, see you later, McCann. Hello, Philip Howender. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we lost uh, McCann uh, because we thought he was gonna get taken by the Kraken. Um, so we traded him away, and then we still lost someone to the Kraken. It was Tanev. So, um, I really <laughs> hated losing Tanev. I think Tanev is an awesome player. I mean, I watched a little bit of the Kraken game last night because I wanted to see um, like their first game, but uh, I really liked Tanev, and I, I think that the team's going to suffer without him. He was like, um, he was the juice guy. He was a locker room guy. Um, his motor was always always set to one thousand. Um, just a really great player to have on your team and tough to play against. Um, so I hated losing him. Yeah, we kept Yari um, in a surprise move. Um, Mainly because he had literally the worst record in the league in playoffs. Um, And I don't think it was a small margin. (laughs) Um, He had a really tough playoffs. Like, he's still talented, and that's why the Pens kept him. It's just, uh, it was a really tough outing to swallow, especially when you're so close to the end of, like, uh, the Penguins' window. You can't really afford to be just throwing away uh, seasons like that. So... Yeah, I found that a little bit odd. I mean, I thought that they were going to like try to aggressively pursue Flurry when the thing was going around where he didn't know if he wanted to play in Chicago, got traded away really abruptly from the uh, Golden Knights. So I thought that they were going to aggressively pursue him, but um, that obviously did not happen. Um, 
yeah, just a, a lot of roster turnover. And I mean, the we we kicked the Tampa's ass last night, but still the the season outlook for the start of the year doesn't look great. I mean, Crosby's out, uh, Malkin's out for a long time, and Gensel's out. So our top three players are all injured. Um, so yeah, but when you have Brian Boyle scoring goals, I guess anything could happen. Do you have anything else to add, Keish? I mean, you got you got most of it. I really liked um, two of the additions that we picked up from Carolina. We got Brock McGinn. I think he's going to be the Tanev replacement. I think Tanev on three and a half mil was like a little bit of an overpay. Um, I really liked him. We brought him in from free agency, so his contract was a little higher. Uh, and obviously Tanev, absolute spark plug, as Brian said. But he's a replaceable player. And so I think I think McGinn can replace him pretty easily. He might not be an absolute crackhead like Tanev was, but he'll he'll be able to replace him and, and do well. And then uh, Danton Heinen played on the first line last night. Obviously, like you said, we have our top three players on our team out. Um, and Heinen put up a goal playing with big Jeff Carter. So that'll probably end up being like our, th- our third line when everybody gets back and healthy, um, which is essentially never because we're, you know, pe- Penguins. But it's fine. Um, yeah, fair. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's honestly like like I I think Yari had a really good game last night. Of the 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 what two goals that we let up, one of them was just like a really bad deflection from like five people. Nothing he could really do. The other one, I don't I don't really remember it. Um, I think it was just I a don't... shot from the point, if I remember correctly. I, oh, I it, think was, it was actually it was it was it was just through through a little bit of traffic. One that you want your goalie to have, but one you're not going to cuss him out for. Um, and again, yeah, it's just deflection. like you're, you're deflected the deflection. You make the big save. That's a huge momentum shift, but like you don't, you don't, you don't blame him for a goal like that. And, um, it's not like, like he's just, you know, he's talented, right? Like he's got a lot of talent. He's a young player. And I know goalies sort of like, f- like move into their prime a little bit later. So you kind of have to stick with a goalie that's struggling. Um, if you know that he's going to be good later, it's just like, with the outlook of the penguin seasons, like it's really tough to swallow, like wasting away one of Crosby and Malkin's like last remaining years at a championship. Um, yeah, like, at least that's what, and, and, and Flurry's been so good for so long. I thought that they would pursue him. It's just, it's a little tough to swallow, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you, you go away from Mark Andre Flurry. Like everyone loves that guy and he was also a hall of fame goalie. So it's hard to, it's, it's a pretty high standard for Jari, but you know, and, and on top of the fact that, like you said, he kind of kind of did nothing in the playoffs for us except throw away the puck right up the middle to, I want to say it was Kyle Palmieri. I don't, yes. don't even know who it was. I just who who it who literally buried like, in the back of our net. Um, overtime in game what like five three three. It's yeah. just yeah. I don't know. It's, a, it's unfortunate, but here's hoping. I really like Tristan Jari. I saw here's hoping that he comes back, um, comes back strong, and 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 you know we have like another playoff push. Brian, uh, what's oh, how am I forgetting? His name? Brian Burke and and Ronnie Hextall both said that this is still a championship contending team. So I like it. You know, like you can say what you want, like oh they're not going to win a championship, but I like that they're heading in that direction that they don't want to start a rebuild, uh, which is you know something that was like concerning when they first got hired. So. Um, yeah, I mean, their their last at least we're not general Crosby. manager Jim Rutherford, I think was his name. He yep. um sort of left really abruptly, like just up. Yeah, and, I, still, and I still don't know what happened there. I don't know if it was due to uh, health, like his due, personal due health, due. or he was just done. Due to um, don't slander my Penguins fans, Brady. 
said doo-doo. He said do too. When you get past the first round, you let me know, Ooh. Brady. <laughs> hey, you he's calm got, down. He's got glare from the three Penguin Stanley Cup posters that are hanging up in his bedroom right now. Hey, I, I can put up my, I can put up my thirteen cup posters too. Yeah, well, yeah you'd, you'd have to you'd have to stretch your back uh, uh, half a century though. Hey, this this season, the future is all that matters. So we're yeah. This know, year's the the Leafs' year, right, guys? Yep, no, it's been the Leafs' year for the last thirty five years. No one said that. That's what Austin Matthews. Matthews just won ninety five goals in the regular season and then put up what four points in the playoffs? No, not even. Sorry, that'd be that'd be doubling his career high. He's gonna. He's just gonna. Actually, he's gonna shit the playoffs. Well in the playoffs. We've swept in the first round by Boston. That's what I'm calling right now. It's a lot of talk from a fellow first round exit. So let's just. <laughs> hey, 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 we're, we're, hey, 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 no, 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 no. And when talk. we when when we had our big cup window, we won all our cups. We have three. Our core has three. Your core has had zero. We, we just opened. It just oh, opened. No, no it, it's I, I distinctly years, remember and you, you telling me that forever. the window opened so long ago. The window's been open for four years, and you guys uh, keep pushing. You had, down you had every JV. You had you had like the Matt Sundin day. Nothing. Nothing. Not cup window. Absolutely nothing. You traded for Jonathan Bernier, Stanley Cup winning goalie. He's going to be the guy. Jonathan Bernier lasted what a season and a half before he got shipped out. We were dead last in the you league. Traded, that, you traded Tuka Rask for Andrew Raycroft. Your organization is a joke. You have the highest salary cap. Oh, no, no, that's that's not what it is. What hey, is we it? got Dubas now. He's doing wonders, all right? Calm down. Our the only thing is Dubas has done good is he extended Nylander. That's the only good thing that he's done so far. I knew that would get you, Ryan. <laughs> I actually like I like Dubas, but the only problem is he's going to get fired because the Leafs uh, refuse to actually win anything. And they're just going to blame it think, on him. I don't think they will. He's been Shanahan, Shanahan, no. And if you watch All or Nothing, you see... You won't, yeah. but I'll, I'll tell you. It's 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 mainly focused on uh, Dubas and Keefe. And so you get to see like all their meetings and how they go about the team and the trades they made. And it, it's basically like franchise mode quiche because like they have he has all that stuff on the board all these magnets of the mm-hmm. lines and the salary numbers and he, it's just he's switching everything things around and he'll he'll call keith and it's just cool seeing like the gm coach meetings and like yeah after after seeing that though, like i just like you know you, you usually you don't have a you don't get to watch behind the scenes yeah you you you, you, you don't really get to see that so you're right it is, it is kind of cool it is kind of cool to get the behind the scenes it's cool, and then like, or putting someone on waivers, like when they put Jimmy VC on waivers, it's like, yeah, just cool, kind of seeing that. Oh, it's a tough decision, and like the the, you know, everyone's keeps always mic'd up. So like, he he went to VC during the skate, and he said like, hey, like, and then you know, we're gonna, we're gonna have to step it up here. We're not we don't have a ton of options, you know. You, we want you here, you know. We know we're talented, but you know we gotta we gotta pick hey. shit up, or else you're gonna be gone. Hey Vs, yeah. you were you were once the top college prospect of all time, and and now you're now you're on waivers yeah. in, in, a, in a poverty franchise. Um, all that, do you yeah. do you think do you think the all or nothing like the behind the scenes stuff is that going to impact your NHL twenty two franchise mode experience and like how you view it? Do you think your view is going to be altered? <laughs> it's like it's just a real life franchise mode. That's all it yeah. is. It's, well, that's, I mean, that's that is that is kind of what Chell was trying to emulate. So, yep, nailed it right on the head. Not too not too well, but. I haven't played 22 yet, so who knows? It's not out yet, uh, brother. Yeah, it is. It came out yesterday. No, it, came, it comes out on the 15th. Well, everyone everyone pre-orders it, so I've been watching it the last couple of days. Uh, Johnny's oh. been playing it every day, so I'm... Uh, I feel like a like a, like a 
like a boomer whenever I always forget about pre-orders. The fact that people can play the game early. Actually, I always just like I always just wait because like Aiden and I always like pre-order Madden because uh, we game share on Xbox. We always pre-order Madden and like he like you can play it like three days early and there's other ways to do it. And I just I just oh, like I never remember that that's a thing. Yes, but uh, so, anyways, yeah, anyways, uh, back to real life. Um, um... Penguins winning the Stanley Cup. That's that's the Penguins wrap. Brian Boyle, Brian Boyle for for Heisman. So I'll be I'll be the uh, realistic Pens fan here. Um, he should be the idealistic Pens fan. Um, yeah, Pens the Metro division is is extremely tough. I mean, yeah. they, we're looking at potentially um, uh, a wild card like playoff berth, or maybe we'll sneak into the third or second spot in the Metro. But uh, like it, it's so it's going to be so competitive. Hurricanes are a really good young team. Uh, Islanders are so defensively sound; they sweep us every year. Pain. Um, the Rangers, um, if you look at their offense, still really good. I mean, they just re-signed Zibanejad. Maybe Lafreniere takes a step. I mean, he's super talented. Had a Friends tough start bust. to the year, but really came on it at the very end. Kako's um, Kako, and then you have like you just have a lot of really good players. I mean, you have the reigning Norris uh, champion, uh, Adam Fox. Um, and then obviously the Capitals as well. So there's a lot of top end talent. I'm thinking probably wild card or around third spot in Metro. Um, but even if we're in wild card, I think it's going to be um, the the type of thing where you you're in the wild card, but you have a lot more points than the other people because the other division is not as good. So I think it's going to be that type of thing. Could be. Uh, uh, like yeah, like you look at you like Ryan said, Carolina. Uh, like you look at playoff teams in the Metro, Carolina, the Islanders, the Rangers, the the Capitals, all four are playoff teams. Philadelphia, borderline. You can make the argument for New Jersey because they were close last year, but like I'll say no. And then Pittsburgh, so you have six probable playoff teams right there. You look at some of the other divisions, like the uh, the Pacific Division might be one of the worst divisions like out there. It's Vegas, it's Vancouver, and then a bunch of scrubs. Vancouver's oh, not good Edmonton's either. good too. Their you top Vegas, line's good. You have Vegas, Vancouver, and then a bunch of scrubs. I'm gonna reiterate Eight. that, Ryan. Edmonton, Eight. frauds. A bunch of frauds, all of them. Edmonton sucks. So bad. Kraken. Um, what about Brady, the is this, is it, Brady? Is this a good transition into into division winners? Well, let's just let's just do the Metro right now since we already pretty much covered it. Um, personally, I have Carolina winning it. And after that, like within points of each other, so don't yell at me, because it'll I think it'll be close and interchangeable. But I have Carolina, then Islanders, Rangers, Pittsburgh, and then Philly, Washington, New Jersey, Columbus. Damn, as my order. But like Washington, that I'd low. Say, I'd say that's fair. I don't. I'm not. Washington's a got a lot of, of injured guys. I mean, they thought that they thought that Sorokin or whoever was coming in as at goalie was going to be the next Jesus, and so they got rid of um, Holtby, and maybe that was a little premature. No, no, Plus, that was that uh, was, was Samsonov. Samsonov, like, Samsonov they're, they're, Sam- yeah, he meant Samsonov. Sorry, Samsonov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they they're kind of in the same boat as the Penguins. They got that aging core. I mean, their top center, what's his name? Uh, not Kuzmenko. Yeah, Backstrom. He's out long term, um, so he's not yeah. going to be playing. Um, Ovi's actually injured to start the season right now, so yeah, he's warming up right now. So he might. I think he's going to play tonight. But oh, they said he wasn't going to. Okay, he's warming up right now at least. So 
it'd be a game time decision, but he's he's skating now on before he's Russian, game. so tough guy. Yeah, they are built different, as they say. Literally, yeah, yeah. I'm just not super high on them. Wait, you had Washington last? No, Second last. Sixth. Third last. No. Third last. Yeah. Third last. After oh. Philly, because I think Philly's still. Wait, who'd if, you have first? Carolina. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. If you, if, you, if you want my opinion, I think that the it's going to be Carolina, uh, then the Rangers, then Islanders, then Penguins, and uh, Capitals. That would be my guess. It could easily be as well. I think it could be a toss-up. Even the Islanders could take first. Like I don't think Carolina is like, the best team in the league either. Um, they have some holes, and they got freaking Freddie in net now. Yeah, and I mean, like you say that the we say that the Penguins are aging. They were first round exit. They still won the Metropolitan Division last year. So like, it could happen again. They could win it again. I mean, Capitals could win the division. Like, it, it, there's a lot of parity in this division. It could be really close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's what makes it so fun. And luckily, it, you can't you can only compare things so much to last year since uh, you only play within your division, which is okay for you because you have a pretty hard division. Um, yeah. So it's not. I'm not going to say like, oh, Toronto is going to come first because because they won last year. Well, no, they have to face real teams now. Um, <laughs> know how to play hockey, but then I guess we got beat by one of those teams in three. But the other thing is sweep. The other thing is there's a lot of player movement because of the uh, expansion with Seattle. So like half the teams aren't even remotely the same anymore. Anyway, so. <laughs> oh yeah, one player from each. Yeah, team. that's true. Yeah, but I mean, are, one like player, speaking of that, of... like, I actually really hated seeing Grubauer leave to go to the Kraken. In my opinion, I did I, as well. I, hate, I hated that for Colorado. If you guys want to segue into that division, but you guys can, Ryan can talk about it. But I like Colorado too. So you can do the Central Division. That is, um, Tom, and who do you have with in the Central? I'm not gonna lie, I still got Colorado winning it. Well, I, it but, should be. Uh, yeah, but with the loss of Grubauer, it's going to be interesting. Like, I don't know. Who is their new goalie now? I don't, I don't remember. Oh, they did get a new one. That's pretty good. Uh, was he on the Flyers last year? Hold on. Let me do some fact checking. I'll, I'll get back to you. Um, anyway, so I have Colorado, and then I got Minnesota. Darcy, Kemp, really Darcy Kemper. They have Kemper. Yeah, it's oh, Kemper. Colorado got Kemper? Yeah. From Arizona? Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, I'm going to say Colorado for sure, then. Then Minnesota. And then I've got either. No, I've got Winnipeg. And then I'm kind of stuck between like Chicago, St. Louis, Nashville. Because I think Chicago is going to have a good year. But like, it really depends on if they can stay healthy. If yeah. not, then I'm going to say St. Louis probably. And then like Nashville, yeah. Dallas, and last. I don't know though. The Blackhawks, they got um, they got Taves. Flurry. You got Taves back. You got so, Flurry. No, no, Leland got clean waivers. I just Brink Flurry. Flurry's gonna be a really good pickup for them. I think. Like he he's got the veteran presence. He's a great guy in the locker room to have, and just like obviously he's outstanding. Like, hey, his best, best statistical season last year. He won the Vesna. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I obviously, think. Do really well. Obviously, I don't think he'll repeat that year. Like Chicago's defense isn't as good as Vegas's, et cetera. Yeah. And he's not and he wasn't 
like I he was splitting starts last year, which is why a lot of people didn't like that he won the Vesna because um he did split his starts with Laner. But um obviously he's still a great goalie who's poises through the roof and great locker room guy and you know all the experience in the world. Mm-hmm. But um I don't know. I'm not I'm not super high on Chicago. I have them I have them fifth. I think they're still kind of defunct debunked de- de- defected group. Um yeah, I have no flash fifth, so yeah. They but they they I thought they'd come last last year and they made the playoffs, so it's like they could surprise me again. That's why I kind of put them fifth instead of later. I yeah. St. Louis second cuz I like Ooh. them a lot. Um and then Winnipeg third and Minnesota fourth. But like Minnesota could do better than I think they will, I think. I actually yeah. have a question about the for Ryan. Uh, like what do you think the biggest problem with the Avalanche is because they have potentially the most talented team and one of the best teams in the league from the last like 3 years and they mm-hmm. can't make it past the second round. So like okay. what's the what's the problem? I think it's okay. similar similar to the Leafs in that like some of these guys just don't have the drive or like it's just cracking into the pressure in the playoffs, you know? Like you you're looked at as one of the greatest teams in the last probably 5 years. And that's a lot of pressure to have. Same with same with the Leafs, especially the Leafs media, like the Toronto media. That's that's a lot of pressure to have on you. So I think it's similar in Colorado. And then I think uh, it came out not too long ago, or maybe it was at the end of the year. McKinnon is a bit of a hard ass when it comes to the playoffs, and he's like making sure everybody's eating certain things, like even if they don't like it or whatever. Like apparently he's a bit of a hard ass, and that that's going to be hard on a team if you know a guy that you're supposed to be following as a leader is being a bit of a dick. So as much as I you know- love McKinnon. That's not something you want from a leader. You want a guy who's going to guide you through it and be great. Yeah, it's funny because, like, people are saying that about McKinnon, right? But, like, I mean, Michael Jordan was a a very, like, a well-known hard ass, right? So it's, if you win, it's a good thing. If you lose, it's a detriment, right? So I guess it's just a difference. Jordan also played in a different era, right? Where it was, like, everyone accepted the hardness, but here it's even even with the leaves like that's why we got rid of babcock as a coach because he wasn't a player's coach and that's why they brought in keith yeah it's just hard to like from the outside looking in like you get some of these reports that say crazy shit like who really knows if mckinnon's that bad like yeah i I know i know that he eats like like really healthy shit himself but i don't know if he force force feeds other people to do it but like yeah that's just just yeah i mean i mean it could be true like for all we know it's just yeah. Um, but that being said, I mean, one of the things I was going to say is that McKinnon's probably the most consistent scorer in the playoffs in the last five years. Um, yeah. He has the yeah. highest points per game um, uh, other than uh, McDavid in the playoffs of the last couple of years. And I mean, McDavid's are boasted because he only makes it to one round. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it was last year that McKinnon was leading the NHL playoffs in points until like halfway through the like the Stanley Cup Finals, and he got out yeah. in like the second round. So yeah, um, well he's hungry; kind of like he really wants it. Yeah, I mean, I just it's, I guess it's just getting everybody else up to speed. I mean, and another thing with with the with Colorado is Kadri is such an important player to that team, and every yeah. year he gets not like suspended for five <laughs> games. It's ridiculous. Yeah. 
I did I did a yeah. fact check. He has the same amount of suspensions as Brad Marchand and some of the same like type of suspensions as well. So like people hate Marchand, but Kadri's doing the same shit. So well they, they hate on him as well though, right? Like he catches debatably well, more getting, hate than Marchand. It's getting grading, right? Because Marchand is has won a cup at least. Like yeah. Like Kadri's a good player. You have to play the grip, but you have to play like on the right side of that line. And he just can't find the, the division, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like for Colorado, it's not a talent issue. I think it's a, a not at all issue. Yeah, and I think it's the same with Toronto as well. Yeah, I, I, I they're said, both very similar positions. I said that uh, in the chat the other day. I said Colorado is just like an upgraded Leafs. Like we can't get past the first round, and then they haven't been past the second round since two thousand two or three. Um, so it's, yeah. like, it's, like, it's like the exact same time as when we made it past the first round. So, um, and it's like, yeah, like I guess they're technically better than us because they get to the second round. But like, you're trying to win a cup, not get to the third round or second round, you know. So, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, if you're mm-hmm. not winning the cup, um, that's an issue. But um, you want to see progress, and especially with like a team like Colorado, who's like challenging for President's Trophy every single year, and have have a what top three player on your team with probably one of the best lines in hockey, if not for Boston. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> and then now with, now you have Kale McCarr, who's just an absolute superstar in the making. And, you know, it just mm-hmm. keeps, it mm-hmm. keeps getting better. You always have good goaltending. It's just, something's got to give for Colorado. Um, yeah. It's like the Leafs. Like some, you, you keep saying that, like, and you, you, I think we all know Leafs will probably make it by Pass the first round someday. Colorado will make it past the second round someday, or Florida Panthers they'll make it past the first round someday because they have yeah. they haven't been to yeah. past the first round in I think thirty years or twenty four years something like that. Like they have the longest yeah. streak. Um, they're such a it's good a matter team, of time. Like, teams, yeah. yeah, and it's it's just you got to figure stuff out. You got to tinker with lines and the coaching styles, and it's a, it's you know it's obviously way more complicated. Obviously, you guys are hockey players, you know. Um, but as a sports fan, I can also just see it's it's more than just um oh we got to try harder and you know care more it's it's a it's hard to win in hockey and when you're a top team every team wants to knock you off and the pressure's on you like montreal had no pressure last year in the playoffs because they didn't give like it's like they had they had no pressure you know they They were they were yeah they they were 18th in the league uh and made the playoffs you know what i mean like it's yeah it's absurd, yeah, and, and it's, so, it's, so they can play super well, and they can play the game they want to play, and they can make the other team play their game, and then that's how they got to the finals, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and it was pretty tough because, like, McKinnon had a, a like it was tough to watch his interview after they got knocked out because people always were like, I guess they were telling him, you know, like, there's always next year, and you know, you'll get him next year, and he was like, well, I've been in the year the league for ten years now, and I haven't done shit, is what he said. So yeah. it's like tough to see, like you know that he really wants it, but like a lot of his team's really young. Like I think Rantanen's still pretty young. Makar's um, mm-hmm. barely not a rookie, so like a lot of like the, the the like the biggest parts of that team are are still really young and haven't really, I guess, got acclimated to the playoffs. I mean, Makar yeah. got thrown in for his first year into the playoffs and and played well, but you know it's it's like learning how to not crack under that type of pressure. Because it looks like he's like he's twenty four years old. It looks like yeah. he's like he's like carrying dead weight out there. I mean, McKinnon plays at a completely different speed than everybody else, but 
like he just he's like he's putting up like 30 points in in like 12 games like that's the type of pace he was on yeah and we all know like when especially when it comes to the playoffs um i think i think depth wins championships i would say like yeah like you can you can have the best first line in hockey but if your third line and fourth line aren't competing and you got no chance. So like you look at Tampa Bay. Why do they repeat? Well, they have the best third line in hockey with Yanni Gord, uh, Blake Coleman, and um, Barclay Goudreau. And then what happened? They lost all three of those players this year. So it's um, in the expansion and trades and free agency. It's like that whole line is gone. So that's why I think Tampa won't repeat because they were just able to simply dominate um, with that third line alone. You know, those are all they can compete with any first line with how they play yeah. and how defensive, how defensively awesome they are and are able to just forecheck the hell out of you. And I think that's what matters. If you want to build a team for success, like, yeah, you have your superstars up front, whatever, but like your bottom six has to be like gung ho and really, really, you know, technically sound and willing to go and puck hunt and keep the puck out of the net and kind of buy time for your top six and like have, offensive zone possession for the top six to come in as Montreal scores. That's, that's fantastic. We're nothing Montreal. Um, <laughs> job guys, Jonathan, you Uh, so talking about Tampa, let's go to the Atlantic division. Um, one of the tougher divisions in the league, uh, yep. I would say yep. you have Toronto, Tampa, Boston, Florida, Ottawa, Montreal, Detroit, and Buffalo. So although you have scrubs like Detroit and Buffalo and Buffalo is probably the worst team that's ever been, together and any level of hockey in history <laughs> in history but you also have Toronto's also up against Tampa, Boston, Florida uh, which are just three awesome teams and then you know tough teams like Ottawa and Montreal so uh Tom, what do you uh you predicted Toronto to win uh, are you sticking with that or what? yeah i'm going to i'm going to stick with that and then i'm going to go Florida next, probably. And then I got Boston. And then Tampa. And then... Uh, probably Montreal. Then Ottawa. Then Detroit. Then Buffalo. That's fair. How about you, Matthews? Yeah... The this division for me is is like the top end of it is very 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 talented. Um, Tampa's in this division division, right? I believe I'm I'm not right. Yeah, okay. So the top end of this is like Maple Leafs, Florida, Tampa, and then you have the bottom, which is like the literally the worst ever. Buffalo and Senators. Oh, and Boston's in the division too. Yeah, this is gonna be a really tough division. But like in the Metro, you have a lot of like um like a lot of talented teams that like that are good teams maybe they don't have like superstars like at will but um there's more parity in the metro is what i'm trying to say and in the atlantic you have your clear-cut top tier you have the leafs boston which i believe will take a step back this year that's just me um then you have florida which is a really good rising team and then uh tampa right so i think it'll go tampa uh you know, it's really tough. Um, I think I'm going to say Tampa, Toronto, Florida, and then I'll have Boston underneath them because I think they'll take a step back this year. Sure. They lost uh, a couple a couple players, but yeah. 
they got an aging core too, so you never know. Injuries can always hit too. But yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's going to be like Tampa, Tampa Leafs fighting for first spot for sure, though. Me too. I I really do think I it's Toronto, Tampa. I think they'll be close. Um, I have Toronto winning, yeah. obviously, but you know I think Tampa. That third line that they lost is going to prove to be fatal to them. And you saw that yesterday. Like they lost six to two. I know a lot of those were empty netters, and it's just one game and whatever. But um, yeah, yeah. I think that'll prove to be costly. And then um, uh, Boston lost a ton. Um, uh, you know, David Krejci retires, so now. Uh, what was it Jake? Did, no, Charlie Coyle is like your second center or something like that. He sucks. He's a bottom six guy. Um, you know, their center depth sucks. Um, if they rely on Taylor Hall to keep being hot, uh, Tuka Rask is, isn't there. Uh, so you got, you know, what Linus Allmark. So, like, yeah, he was he was good in Buffalo. Is this kind of is hoping that he kind of picks it up and then Swayman, you know, he's a hot rookie. So hopefully he can, can continues that and same with Florida. Like they lose Drieger to the Seattle Kraken. And now you got Bobrovsky who has to play now. And he's been on the biggest decline. And then, um, if yeah, he doesn't do it, nightmare too. yeah, but like, again, like you look Debatably at the trend, up for a Calder. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's definitely in the Calder consideration, consideration, consideration. Um, but you look, like I'm not a huge fan of just like of relying on rookie goalies. Like, yeah. I, I, I like, and you look at you know Carter Hart, Mackenzie Blackwood, their first year is just not not great hockey, and like they're they're getting better, but they're still not stellar by any means. Um, St. Just, Louis as well, like they got pretty lucky with Bennington in the playoffs. Like, just oh yeah, happened sure. to be really hot after that. He wasn't really anything special, right? But he mm-hmm. got paid, and he was just kind of there. Yeah, it all. Yeah, uh, actually, well, well, I guess what we're talking about, I wanted to, because Ryan's the the goalie, right? So I wanted sure. to talk about like the goalie disparity, and I guess one of the main reasons why the Leafs have been, well, not main, but one of the reasons why the the Leafs have been stuck, because you have um, potential, well, definitely the best goalie in the league right now, um, in Vasilevsky on the on the Lightning, and then you have I think Jack Campbell starting for the Leafs right now, so. Like a, potentially a journey, a journeyman goalie. Um, yeah. Who's the other guy that they have? Peter Marazic from Carolina. Oh, okay, so yeah, their, their two journeyman, two journeyman goalies. Like, what's the, like what's the difference, Ryan? Like, like as a goalie, like you see how they play. So why is Vasilevsky just so dominant compared to, I guess, like Jack Campbell? Uh, well, I don't know if he was dominant in comparison to Campbell like realistically Campbell had an outstanding year last year had he had he been healthy for the entire year and had Toronto not relied on Anderson and like given him the the hope of like sticking around or like giving him that last chance I think Campbell would have been a much better goalie than uh, most goalies in the league last year Campbell was they they waited uh... too long chance Seventeen and a three with a two fifteen GAA and a nine twenty one save percentage, and that, which yeah, is like elite, elite, elite numbers. So good. I guess. I but guess what I was trying to it. ask is, is um, sorry to cut you off, but I guess no, what I was trying good. to ask is the the two teams that made it to the Cup Finals were had the two best goalies, but like, why yeah. is that? Like, um, why is the goalie so important? I guess. It's, it's your last line of defense. Your last line of defense, right? Like 
when everything else breaks down, you need that guy to be there and he, he can give you that last little bit of morale. Like, well, if you're, if you're down a goal or two, but this goalie makes an outstanding save, it's one of those ones where it's like, Oh no, that's a goal. We're going to go down three or we're going to go down another goal or whatever. But he makes that save. All of a sudden, everybody's going on another gear. They're like, he just saved our ass. We got to help him out. Like it's, it's just hockey is such a mental game to me. And that's why a lot of teams struggle is they don't have the right mentality. And I think that's an issue with many teams when they make it to the playoffs is they don't have the right mentality. And it's, it's pressure, right? Like a lot of guys crumble under pressure. We talk about Marner. I think he crumbles under the pressure. Like, yeah, it's not, it's, yep. I don't know. You just I think, like, yeah, if, you, if, yeah. you, if you sort of like stretch back, the last two cups were won by the Lightning. Vasilevsky's the best goalie in the league right now. So they had a, they had the best goalie in the league. Then you, then you push it back a little bit further. Um, I guess Holtby was the on was on the team and he was playing. He had like forty plus wins that year. Um, really yeah. really good stats. Push it back a little bit further. Uh, um, you had uh, Matt Murray and Flurry, a combination of both. Um, yep. Murray, even though he's not playing great now, in the two years that he won the cup, he was putting up better stats than Flurry ever had. Um, mm-hmm. Like they were very very good. Um, push it back maybe a bit further. Bennington had one of the best stretches of goalie play ever seen uh, mm-hmm. for the when St. Louis won. And then you could even go back further because um, when the Kings were winning, Jonathan Quick was the best goalie in the league. Um, yeah. And then, like, you can stretch it back as far as you want. The people like, the as far back the best as you goalies. want. And you got Martin yeah. Brodeur with New Jersey and you know Patrick Waugh with Colorado and Montreal. Like, it, it truly is to me the team trusting who is in the net. And I think a lot of teams like, okay, back to Toronto as an example. I don't think they had a lot of trust in Freddie, but when Campbell was in net, that's when they were playing their best. That's when that team was their best. Why didn't they have like faith in Freddie? Because as a player, like me looking at him, he looked like he was playing well. Like that's all I so like. It's, it's just the eye test to me. It's, it's also a personality and locker room thing. Because yeah. uh, in the yeah. documentary, they show Freddie. He he doesn't he's talk. Quiet, and I, I, he's super quiet. He's focused. He's always dialed in, no matter like when it is. And Jack is just like the goofiest, nicest guy on the planet. Like he's just such a yeah. like a he's such a bro. He's taking the team to Red Lobster every week. Like. I think, yeah. and like, don't get me wrong, like, they're good friends with Freddie. Obviously, like, you see him hanging out with Matthews at UFC with Bieber and stuff. Like, I'm not saying they hate Freddie, but like, I think someone like Jack, and he's more of a journeyman, and he, you know, he's he was newer. He, he's been struggling in LA. Like, he's always stuck. He's got injuries. He comes to Toronto and he just works his ass off, and he's just like the nicest guy ever. Like, you've seen his interviews probably, Ryan. Like, yeah. he is just, yeah. or Matthews, um, such a goofy lovable guy so it's like let's go out there and win this game for him plus he's unreal and in, in the playoffs too he was unreal he had a 2.00 goals against average i forget the save percentage i think it was 930 or he, he was playing better than Kerry price in but he playoffs. was killing Kerry price yeah insane um, so is that the answer for you too then ryan is it a personality thing so or do you think it's more you're, technical you're talking, part you're of it, talking I think. more technical though right you're talking yeah, like, like a technical standpoint. Because I've heard you, you I've heard you talk about Frederick Anderson like before, <laughs> and you, you didn't like him very much, but like why? No. So I can I can touch on that as well. Basically, my issue with Freddie, and I had the same issue as a goalie. So you played with me, you'll know 
exactly what I mean when I say this because you were one of my defensemen. I had an issue with rebounds. Freddie mm-hmm. had that exact same issue, but he looked spectacular because he would put a rebound out to the side and then make this incredible diving save. You should not have to be like be doing that. As a goalie, you should just make the initial save. That should be it. You shouldn't you shouldn't look super flashy. Like Vasilevsky, he does not look like a super flashy goalie. He just makes the save. That's it. Or if if there is a rebound, it's way off into the corner. It is nowhere in front of the net. Freddie always had rebounds in front of the net. He makes like five saves in a row, and then he has like a 940 save percentage, and everyone's like, oh my God, this guy is amazing. No, he's just got really bad rebound control, and that's not good. His movement side to side was good, but that's because it had to be because he had crappy rebound control. Jack Campbell, as soon as this guy came in, you could see after the first game, like he's just better with his rebounds. And that's where the majority of goals in hockey come from, are from rebounds. Because the goalie just can't get there, you're going to be out of position more than likely on a rebound. That's what a lot of goalies practice in practice is one, rebound control, and then two, moving to save a rebound. So that was my biggest issue with Freddie was he, he just had awful, like awful, awful rebound control. He let so in he, a lot of soft goals too. Like uh, that's the thing. It's something with Jack you don't see. It's he, yeah, uh, yeah. God. Well, that's because he's thinking ahead for a rebound. Like he's already like, thinking, "How oh, am I going to save this rebound?" It's like, yeah, I'm going to do that. When you're when you're cheering for a team, it's like I just want my goalie to make the saves he's supposed to make, and then anything after that just it's just bonus. And then Jack yeah. Campbell, his his saves above expected were through the roof, like whatever that stat was. And yeah. compared to Freddie, who was in the minus, like he was letting goals in that he should have made. He wasn't hugging the post very tight. He was, you know, he's letting squeakers in, stuff like that. And when Jack took over, he didn't have any of that. He was making saves. He was making all the saves he was supposed to be making and then some, like stuff that, like two two on ones and stuff like that, like stuff that wouldn't have been his fault. There's also the relationship between the goalie and the defenseman as well, right? Like Ryan and I had a great relationship. Like we knew exactly what we wanted from each other. So I would always know that he's if there's a two-on-one, he's taking that pass away because I want to take that shot. I do not want that pass coming across and having a backdoor goal. That's how most goalies want it. So I'm assuming Jack Campbell, being the guy is, being super talkative, nice, whatever, has great relationship with every single defenseman in that room. And even watching the, the Leafs dock, like, he, he talks to his defenseman. He gets along with everyone. He, yeah. I think that's a really <laughs> underrated, like, thing as well because – if you know like your goalie well, then you're gonna know what he expects you to do in certain situations, right? Yeah. So it is a relationship thing because if if you're not if you guys aren't in sync, then I mean both of you are looking at the same guy or expecting the puck to come from somewhere, yeah. or even like some some players don't even want their goalie to touch the puck, say behind the net. So it's just a mm-hmm. it's a preference thing. So I guess that's a really Absolutely. underrated thing that you touched upon there. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Keish, do you want to add anything? I, I think I forgot to ask you for the central division. Uh, yeah. You, yeah. Right. I was just kind of just chilling here. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Uh, it's okay. What, what do you want? Do you want to give your central or Atlantic predictions or uh, touch? It's fine. I missed the other ones. It's, 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 or, you can't, you can't <laughs> just jump in, jump into season three of a, of a TV show. It's fine. <laughs> or speak <laughs> on any points we made or if you have any. No, it's all good. To, it's all good. On. It's been, it's been, it's been good banter. I, I'll let you guys take the, take the reins. <laughs> Do you think Toronto will win the division? No. 
Okay, that's okay. <laughs> I think Pittsburgh would win either. Sorry, all I heard is do you think Toronto, and I just assumed it would be something stupid, so I said no one cut you off before I heard it. <laughs> Pacific Division, I, look, Pacific. You, you're, not, you're not winning shit if you have the TikTok advertisement on your helmet. That's what the Leafs are rocking this year, so I want that. No I want way. that. You're, you're, you're shitting me. They have a TikTok. No, it says TikTok on inside their helmets. What does oh. it? Um, would, you, would you like to bet? Uh, I thought it was Scotia bad. Look at their helmet, Dad. Can't. It's on my mini player on my phone. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'll, 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 I'll see if I can put a photo in the group chat. Your phone here. from like your, your, Montreal your, your, has your CIBC. iPod 3G. Yeah, Montreal they CIBC. They do have TikTok. They do have TikTok. Yeah. It says TikTok on the side of their helmets. That's their helmet, Dad. Cool. Yikes. That's tough. Yeah, it's because you can fit. You can fit their uh, their playoff highlights in one TikTok. Oh my goodness! It's true. True. This is slander. <laughs> We're not losing anyone. Unacceptable. So who cares? You know what? I don't even want to hear your Pacific, like, whatever ranking. Right, Ryan, why, 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 why don't you so – okay, we're in the Pacific now. we gotta, we got to move it along. Okay. And you tell us why you think Edmonton's a good team because they're probably the worst team in the league. You just say, oh, McDavid and Dreisaitl. Well, they also uh, have time answer too, like – He's on the worst contract in NHL history. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Times eight even years. So, what the hell? I I I think they're well. What what were they last year? What position were they in last year? I sure doesn't count because that was the North Division. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Like, but then before um, before that, they weren't. You know, they really weren't that good. So that's I when still, they, that's when Drysaddle won MVP. But whatever. I still think they're going to be better than Calgary. Well, wait, who's in who's in that division? They got Oh, it goes Vegas, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, Seattle, LA Kings, San Jose, and Anaheim. Okay, okay. So I but think an, an, another bottom like the bottom of that division sucks, and then you kinda have like some mediocre teams and then Vegas. Yeah. It's kind of a weird divi- division. My my issue with this division is Vancouver, Seattle, and LA as well as Anaheim, are all teams that like have a lot of potential. I just don't know if they're going to pull it off. Like Vancouver last year, I thought they were going to be a Stanley Cup team, and they just fell apart, partially because of yeah. COVID, partially just because well, they COVID couldn't get aside, like, And they're, they're a good, they have good players, and they have a good team. It's just... Like, on paper, they should be I unreal. I think they don't make great deals. I think... Elias Pettersson isn't as good as people say he is. Um, I would. And even even Quinn Hughes, he is so far he's been a huge bust for me. Like he was supposed to have been like Kale McCarr, but he can't defend, and his offensive input or output, uh, it would be output. His offensive output is just not there. So like I I still have I'm not, obviously I'm not giving up on him. He's like our age, so it's tough to call him a bust bust. But like. He's not what they wanted him to be at this point. So, like, if they want to make, like, a legit run for that division or, you know, come second behind Vegas, um, like, Quinn Hughes has to kind of be a Kale McCarr for them. And then, like, Elias Pettersson has to be there, yeah. Austin Matthews. And, you know, and then you have your leaders like Bo Horvat, um, Brock Besser, and stuff like that. JT Miller, I think. No. See? Yeah, yeah, no, he's on. Yeah. I thought I forgot. Did he go to Tampa to Vancouver? Vancouver to Tampa. Yeah, it's just pe- people like that. Um, and then they got Oliver Ekman-Larsen, who I'm a fan of. Um, yeah. 
he's on the decline, but I still still a good player uh, defenseman. So I think we can all agree Vegas will one hundred percent win this division. Yes, they're yeah. Like Vegas will steal this one. No, no competition. Well, depending on Seattle, but like I don't, I don't think Seattle's going to be as good they, as that. They could like because like Vancouver or Calgary could blow up like they did last year. Like I'm, I'm not talking about COVID. Like especially yeah. Calgary. Like Calgary's a, they're a decent team, but like when they don't decide to play, it's like they don't win games. They don't steal games. Like yeah, their their defense and goalies like. They're, they're not good people. And then they lose Mark Giordano, which is kind of like they're, they're, you know, they're, he played there for like 20, 20 years. He's the heart and soul. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, it's, it's tough for someone like Calgary. And then like Goudreau isn't like a superstar that he was supposed to be. Um, Matt yeah. Kachuk, he, he's just pretty, he's, he's good at instigating people these days. And he's, he's not, not a really, bad hockey player. He's just, I, I, he I like too much on instigating. Fantasy God, but like if he played more like Brady does, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he'd be so much better. Like Brady is Brady, just like the perfect hockey player. Just he's he's tough and he instigates, but he gets it done. Yeah, with the puck, and like that's what you want. Like I would if if I could have Matt or I, if I could have either, I would want either. But on the least, yeah. but um, I think I think Brady kind of has less of a ass of assholeness to him. Yeah. And he's not like so focused on like fighting everybody and being a pest. Cause like Matt's job isn't like he's not his role isn't the pest because he's a good fucking hockey player. <laughs> so yeah, you, you know what I mean. So it's kind of like Brad Marshawn. Like he he does it. Like he's a pest and he gets it done. You know. Yeah. So. No, so I'm that's just gonna that's just... random names then for my. It's it's gonna be a fun uh, hockey line with Matthews, Kachuk, and uh, Patrick Kane at the Olympics. But we'll have our. Uh, <laughs> Have our Olympic because I'm um, Kachuk and Matthews were partners and juniors, so yeah, line mates, I should say. So, but we'll have our Olympic uh episode coming up soon. Now, uh, names are rolling out, so I think we have to talk to Keisha about it. But I think we should do our Olympic episode where we um predict, predict some rosters. I, I heard my name. Am I allowed to speak this one? Yeah, <laughs> we should do our Olympic our okay. Olympic episode soon. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm when gonna... are the Olympics this like like in February? Like the one coming up? Yeah, it's coming up soon. Me too. So we Ooh, gotta do that. Um, team in like... uh, Beijing, right? Yeah. What we were going to do, Ryan? I think uh, you can get in on it. I, so I think it's yes. Yeah, so I think we were all gonna get randomly assorted a one of the power countries. Okay. And, and then and then you do some research on the country and you put together like your projected roster and lines. Okay. Present it to us, and then we all do Team Canada together. I think it's Russia, USA, Sweden, and Finland. Finland, yeah. I really so, like Switzerland or Germany's going to start to get pretty good. Sweden, Czech yeah, Republic, three good players. <laughs> They're on I'm the talking, just, yeah, I'm just talking about like the powerhouse, like compete for gold yeah, 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 right yeah. now. And then we can just all do Canada together. I'm going to get the whiteboard out. We're going to do some. Uh, a lot of project pre- predicting and arguing, but um. But we I'll already probably, have the first line, right? We have what? For Canada, don't we already have the first line? Uh, no, we have three well, players. We have the first three: players. David and and Petrangelo got confirmed. I don't think that's three, gonna be the first uh, line. <laughs> well, it was McDavid, Crosby, Petrangelo. 
Yeah, those are the three players that got confirmed because everyone had to submit oh. like three players that are 100% going. And I'm assuming that's right. our leadership group as well. Yeah, if I had to guess, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought I, th- I figured Bergeron might get a shout for, although if they're not intending on picking him, then they wouldn't have to give him a, an A, right? Well, they, they still yeah. might pick. I mean, if Bergeron doesn't make the fourth line, there's, that's that's an issue. I have well, our fourth, fourth line's line. looking at o- O'Reilly, so. All right, but that's, that's Brady, you are correct. That will be an episode that comes out yeah, probably, it's... probably what, closer to Christmas, maybe just after? Yeah, we'll, we'll start meeting soon because I don't know how, I don't know when they're going to be announcing rosters and stuff, uh, how soon they'll be, they'll be doing that. So I'll look for a date if, they're, if there's like a release date, <laughs> like an album, but, yeah. uh, and well, and then I'll uh, November twelfth. I'll, I'll spin a wheel. Is that it? Sweet. No, 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 no. November twelfth oh. is just a. It's oh. a different Friday. What? Um, I'll I'll sort you guys some teams and we'll do that. Now that'll be a pretty fun episode. These Olympics are gonna be fun. Um, speaking of speaking of wheels, uh, I, I don't want to like rush along the hockey episode, but do we want to spin the wheel and then sign this one off because we are just over an hour at this point. So do you want to skip awards too, or just like no no explanation? Say your award winners, just so it's on file. You know what, Tom and Brady, why don't you guys go ahead and and tell us our, your awards? Okay. Uh, all right. I'm just gonna go. Go ahead. I'm gonna go, go down first. Your list. Um, I got Vesna Jack Campbell because I'm biased. <laughs> He's splitting. Uh, yep. Hart McDavid because I don't know. Norris Kale McCarr because I don't know. Calder. Goalie guy Spencer Knight, and that's it. I'm gonna go with those those trophies. Have the same call as you. I don't know. Caulfield's not winning it. He's a fraud. The Garden. Caulfield's no good. I have McDavid for Hart because no one else can win it. Uh, Norris McCarr because he's just gonna add that defensive aspect to his game, or not add it, but um refine it to a point where it's like okay we got to give it to him he's he's a point per game and he's a defensive freak uh <laughs> Vasilevsky for Vesna why not and then Calder I said it earlier in the episode Michael Bunting you're okay. playing in the you're playing on the top six with the with the Leafs no matter what if he's on the second or first line it doesn't matter like he's going to be getting points no matter what just because because it's him the Leafs are sick just go, yeah, because you just play with them. Like, if you play with good players, like, you know, you look at, like, what, does, does Russ play on the first line ever or something? I don't know. Yeah. Does, does Russ play with Crosby sometimes? Or yeah, Cros- Russ exclusively um... plays with Crosby. Yeah, so, like, he it probably is... gets points that he might not get on other teams just because he plays with Crosby. True, true. He could also be a uh, that's been that's been, the, uh, that's been the talk of the, the decade. <laughs> for his, uh, his wingers, yeah, uh, so they like call he, that the Crosby, the Crosby bump. Yeah, so like, if you play with a superstar, you'll get points. If you play with Matthews, you'll probably get some assists. You know, or if you're st- parked in front of the net, you might get a rebound or uh, a redirect opportunity that you might not get on other teams. So bunting is my choice. Um, as long as it's not fraud, fraud field, then I'm good. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that that completes our hockey episode. Uh, it'll be fun. Yeah. Right. Um, Didn't want to, you know, go through them anyway. Um, uh, Ryan, what's your? I, I forgot. <laughs> no, mine are mine are pretty similar to yours. The only difference is, uh, like, uh, I think McCarr is going to win. Norris, I think, McDavid's a runaway uh, winner for the uh, heart already. 
Um, the only one that wasn't talked about was Rocket Richard, and I think Matthews will win that. I think that's pretty Ooh, yeah. clear at this point. I think I think uh, Cole Caulfield will win uh, Rookie of the Year. He had, he played really good in the playoffs, so he'll probably just continue on. Um, and then uh, what was the other one? Vesna. I, I think that's it. Oh, Vesna. Yeah, I'm just going with Vasilevsky. I mean, he's just so yeah. good. <laughs> not last night though, so maybe maybe not. He's still hey, drunk from the Stanley Cup last year. So. That's Pitts, that's Pittsburgh though. So not every team is as good as Pittsburgh. No, that was Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Brady. There's yeah, no that problem. was uh, that was WS Penguins, baby. Oh come on! If you have freaking Brian Boyle in your lineup, you're you're pretty good. <laughs> the man, the myth, the PTO. He had like 15 <laughs> minutes of playing time last night. The man, the myth, the PTO. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Montreal's not making the playoffs. Also, put that on, put that on the record. Um. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so uh, I guess we can spin the wheel. Let's do it. Um, so the the standings go... Uh, so the order of this is going to be Ryan, myself, and then Wonky Slush. That's you, right, Brady? Wonky Slush, yeah. And and then Aiden. Um, so Ryan, for your sake, because of the Bears frequency, I have downloaded an app and I got a new wheel just oh, for you. I would love to see it. So bears three times in a row and then getting uh, Mr. Carson Wentz himself was a little tough for me. So Ryan, <laughs> your spins, your spins up first. Uh, she's, she's spending, she takes a lot longer to spin than the other one. Uh, you are getting the new Orleans saints. James oh, Winston. No. Um, <laughs> oh, God. okay. Um, oh, cool. Okay, cool. Uh, there is also a, a new square on the board. It is called Your Choice, and I can't get rid of it. So that's there now. Um, okay, but my spin, we're going to go with the... Oh, fuck right off. I got the Chicago Bears. Hey. <laughs> hey, how's that feel? Hold that one. <laughs> all right we're going, to, we're going to a different app next week um can we, can we keep the your choice that's that's kind of fun yeah i feel like that's kind of fun we'll keep that um you can even you can mess that up brady you were next is that correct uh, let's go i lost i got you the detroit lions Ooh, let's go golf and then aiden <laughs> aiden always gets the best one because the three of us get terrible teams the odds are always in his favor aiden gets Okay, I lied. Aiden's, Aiden's got the Houston Texans. He's got Davis Mills. Oh, hey, he put up numbers versus the freaking Patriots, let me tell you. He did. But Why the unfortunate the thing is, I have to drop half my team right now. Because yeah, Derek yeah, Henry. Let me know when you're doing that. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Derek Henry, Jonathan Taylor, gone. Um, Fine, you have to drop Austin Eckler. You have to drop Eckler. Mike, Mike Evans, 30.3, gone. Um, Devontae Adams. 39 gone. Who else? There was somebody else I had to drop. Oh, Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Fine. 41 points gone. Um, I'd like to also give a special shout out to Keish Gotel. Uh, he put up over 200 points in two different leagues. Um, that, I don't think that'll ever be done again, ever. Um, that was that was just a, a pretty a pretty crazy week of uh of fantasy one, football for me. One in a four man league and one in a twelve man league. Two hundred two hundred points in twelve man league was it was quite impressive. I'm not gonna lie to you. Inconceivable to me. 
I feel better. And he dropped one of those on me, but thank God it was not the 12-man league. It's not the important one. Not the important one. So... I have to go so try and Mike, fill up Mike my roster. Kicker has a buy this week. I have to leave him in the lineup. You right? have to leave him in. You have to leave him in. That's so atrocious. It's tragic. Um, I also got offered a trade in that twelve man league. By the way, there's there's a there's a there's a pretty big trade brewing. I won't lie to you. Um, <laughs> there, there's a ch- there's a chance that I'm I'm throwing away pretty much well two of my wide receivers and bringing in a a a star caliber running back. So it's after or is it all a secret? No, no, I'll tell you right now. It's Nick Chubb. I saw that. Yeah. Wait, no. Oh, for Devin. Yeah. I like oh, the yeah. the trade. The trade would be DK Metcalf, Marquise Brown, and James Conner for essentially Nick Chubb and Adam Thielen. Uh, not great. I have a, an additional question because uh, Jamie's Winston is on bye this week. Uh. Okay. We got to respin. We'll respin. We'll respin. Yeah. True. <laughs> If I got um, stuck okay. with a player on vibe with, oh my god! Would that not just sum up the season? This season for you? Yeah, even though I okay. beat. It. Well, it's it's the Chiefs. All right, oh, we love to see that. Okay, well, yeah, this app is getting thrown out. Um, but all right, I, Brady, you wanna you wanna wrap us up here? Yes. Um, thank you, Ryan, for coming on again. Good to see you. Of course. Thanks for having me, boys. Wish, wish yeah. Brady would have let me talk to you this episode, but it's fine. Hey, now, you, 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 you there's just too much going on. Uh, I didn't know. Too much excitement, because the Leafs yeah. are going to win this year. Knock on wood. He just, he just forgot about me. It's okay. I'm not hurt or anything. The Leafs are going to win, baby. Uh, Ryan, you gotta <laughs> you listen to the podcast. Uh, hit us with a sign-off. You, you no, I don't. Dev. Oh, my God. Why do no listen? Hey, Dev, Dev started singing. They say they listen, but then when they when it comes to like put them in the spotlight, they don't listen. Don't listen. Uh, it's just because Brady's really bad at it. <sighs> go, go, Ryan, do it. No, Brady, it's your outro, and then Ryan you doesn't. Don't remember it. it. I'm struggling. See, okay, say say uh, stay classy in a random city after I'm done. Okay. Okay. Hey, right. may your punts be high and down inside the ten. Good night, boys and girls. Let's go, Leafs. Stay classy, white horse. Ooh, nice. shout out my brother. Nice. Poland. Oh.